It's Tuesday, December 14th. I'm Oscar Ramirez in Los Angeles, and this is The Daily Dive. 2021 has been the ultimate seller's market, with a number of housing records set this past year. The pandemic sent remote workers into a rush looking for bigger places, and mortgage rates were at an all-time low. Median home sales reached a high, and the speed at which homes sold also set a record. Daryl Fairweather, chief economist at Redfin, joins us for all the housing records set this year. Next, we're in the era of the celebrity meal, and it could be an ongoing trend. We've seen partnerships with celebrities and influencers with fast food restaurants, and it has been a big benefit for both parties. Restaurants get plenty of promotion on social media and collect tons of customer data. The celebrities get undisclosed amounts of money. Anna Kambampati, Styles reporter at the New York Times, joins us for more. Finally, some employers have been tracking remote workers with things like keyboard or mouse tracking software, and it's making them feel like they can't even step away from their desk, even for a restroom break. Enter mouse movers, small devices that jiggle your mouse to make it look like you're active. Samantha Cole, senior staff writer at Vice, joins us for how sales are taking off. It's news without the noise. Let's dive in. Home prices shot up during the pandemic and continue to increase this year. They hit an all-time high in June, where the median price was $386,000. That's up almost 25% from last year. Joining us now is Daryl Fairweather, chief economist at Redfin. Thanks for joining us, Daryl. Thank you for having me. Wanted to talk about the housing market for 2021. It was crazy roller coaster of a bunch of events. It actually set a bunch of records for you know a variety of things: the median cost of a home, how quickly homes were selling. But Daryl, um, uh, help us walk through some of these things. Let's start off with actually, you know, the typical home sold was nearly four hundred thousand dollars. That's uh, one of the highest that it's been all time, really. Home prices shot up during the pandemic and continue to increase this year. They hit an all-time high in June, where the median price was $386,000. That's up almost 25% from last year. So just a remarkable increase in prices. In a normal year, home prices increase in the single digits, not by 25%. Yeah, I mean, and there's a lot of things that contribute to all of that, why they went so high. It's actually... You know, all of these records that were set were all are all related, really, right? Um, the the second mm-hmm. record that was hit, the supply of homes dropped to its lowest level in history, and this created that supply demand thing where people were just scooping up the houses for these incredibly high prices. But the supply of homes went, was the lowest in history, also. Yes, at the same time that everybody wanted to buy a home, not very many people wanted to sell their homes, so there's just way more demand than there was supply which led to bidding wars, which contributed to those price gains. Now, the speed to which a lot of things happen, the next uh, two records that you have here, number three and number four, the typical home sold in just 15 days, and over 60% of the homes went off the market in two weeks. So because the market was so frantic, everybody was trying to buy homes, and there weren't that many homes for sale, home buyers learned to be fast in order to win it's really remarkable that so many homes went off market within two weeks because before the pandemic, that was not what was happening. It was pretty, it was majority of time homes would take longer than that to sell. But now it's, 
in the majority of the, that homes sell in less than two weeks. Some of the you know homes were on the market for about 39 days the year prior. So yeah, it's, they cut it in, uh, more than half. And one of the reasons that homes were able to sell so quickly was because people turned to technology during the pandemic. People are now using Redfin or other sites to do a lot more of their home search. They can go on virtual home tours on Redfin. So once they actually do get to see the house in person, they're all prepared to make an offer that same day because they've done that research. And uh, the -hmm. next uh, record on this list, half of homes sold above list price. Now, this was had a lot in part to do with these bidding wars, which uh, I know in my case was just absolutely insane. I mean, there was uh, 20 offers going up on a house at some point. Yes, we've heard many stories like that this last year of dozens of people making offers on the same home. One of the things that happened is that because the market was changing so quickly, there was so much more demand. Sellers didn't really know what to list their home for. They would just list it for whatever a similar home sold for a couple of months ago and see what happens. And just in those that short amount of time, home prices would go up, which would lead to these really high home prices far above the list price. Mortgage rates obviously was a huge story throughout all of this. The lowest uh, of all time at 2.65%. This was a huge driver in leading people to want to buy these homes. Another record, people wanting to buy second homes. The mortgage rates had mm-hmm. a, it was a huge player in all that. There was a lot of cheap money this last year, and people were eager to spend it. And because there weren't a lot of options for spending money, it's not like you'd go on some elaborate vac- international vacation. People put their money into vacation homes, into second homes, or just into getting a bigger home than the one they're currently in. So that contributed to the hot housing market as well. Real estate investors purchased about 20% of the homes that was going through all of this. So we're seeing, you know, obviously the supply is low and then the the real estate investors uh, are scooping up a lot of them too. It, it's a good time to buy a home to make some money uh, and investors figure that out. We're expecting rents to go up next year. So if you bought a home right now, even the home prices are very high, you, you could expect to make a good return if you're renting it out because that should go up as well. This next record kind of tracking along with things that we saw throughout the year as well. Uh, A third of Americans looking to move into a different metro era. A lot of this had to do with that remote work, you know, the the expansion of that. You know, you can move pretty much anywhere else and and still get uh, retain your same job. I'm actually part of the story. I'm working fully remotely now. I was in Seattle at the Redfin headquarters, but now I am in a lake town in Wisconsin. So a lot of people have been making moves just like that. And the last one, luxury homes, even very, very expensive homes were part of this 25%. They sold for 25% more than the year before. So uh, just really a a remarkable year throughout all of this. And, you know, anybody that was uh, selling, buying, uh, knows a lot of these all too well. Daryl Fairweather, Chief Economist at Redfin. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. On the consumer side of things, it's a cheap, easy way to feel closer to their favorite celebrities or influencers. And it's definitely hitting a younger generation. These types of marketing campaigns hit very strong with Gen Z. They turn into entire TikTok trends. Joining us now is Anna Kambapati, Styles reporter at The New York Times. Thanks for joining us, Anna. Thank you for having me. 
Wanted to talk about the era of the celebrity meal. Uh, fast food chains are going into overtime right now to partner with celebrities and other influencers. This is where fast food chains are, are focusing on hoping to meet those younger demographics. So, Anna, tell us a little bit more about it. Right. Well, on the consumer side of things, it's a cheap, easy way to feel closer to their favorite celebrities or influencers. And it's definitely hitting a younger generation. These types of marketing campaigns hit very strong with Gen Z. They turn into entire TikTok trends, like with the Travis Scott meal, for example, it became a really popular thing to um, pull up at the drive-thru and instead of you know, saying, hi, can I get the Travis Scott meal? Just blast his music and order that way. And people would record themselves, post it on TikTok and gain millions of views. And that was also free marketing for McDonald's. They didn't even have to pay for any of that kind of content. For the restaurants themselves, they're super easy adjustments. I mean, when we look at the meals, let's, you know, keep using McDonald's as an example. You know, they did the Travis Scott meal. All that was was a medium Sprite, a quarter pounder with bacon, and fries with barbecue sauce. I mean, so they didn't have to create anything new. <laughs> it was just a kind of a, a modification, a special order, basically. And it became super popular for them. Yes, exactly. You know, um, part of my reporting for this story involved just reading through earnings calls for these companies. And the president of Duncan, I have this quote right here. He said, we took an existing product, renamed it after her and positioned it to appeal to a younger consumer when he was talking about Duncan's partnership with Charlie D'Amelio, it really wasn't hard for them. Another, for Tim Horns at least, uh, another one that they did was with Justin Bieber. I guess they have their things called uh, Tim Bits, and uh, they changed the name to Tim Biebs. And uh, I think those hit stores in in November. But that's something a little different. I guess uh, Justin Bieber did work with the head chef of Tim Horns to, to create something new. That's right, yes. In some cases... They do go out of their way to create something new, like with Popeyes and Megan Thee Stallion, they created a new sauce around her. And you're seeing that with Tim Hortons and Justin Bieber. And I guess the interesting thing is the celebrities themselves are really excited to take part in these and sometimes do want to have a lot of ownership over what products end up being put out. Um, like after after the Justin Bieber, Tim Hortons deal came out Michael Buble actually responded to it on TikTok he posted a video saying where's my partnership <laughs> not not a quote of his but he was essentially insinuating that he wanted to partner with right. Tim Hortons as well and have a product called Buble bits he joked so it's like it goes both ways yeah but but does he hit the younger demographic you know <laughs> who knows about that Ex but exactly and maybe that's why that hasn't happened yet yeah, exactly for all of this stuff so far it seems to be paying off for the companies uh, i mean they're getting the social media hits that they wanted exactly and for mcdonald's alone during the windows where they had these celebrity meal campaigns which started in september 2020 they've gotten an additional 10 million downloads of their app um and a lot of these partnerships kind of lure a consumer into downloading the restaurant apps. They'll say you can have extra points that can go towards a free item, or some of these items are only available through ordering through the app. Um, so it, it brings consumers in that way, which opens the window to a lot of data being collected and more information for the companies in terms of how they can market their products, what push notifications they can send you, and they can even find out what you like and what you dislike and everything. 
there was, I guess, you know, some things being made about, uh, you know, the, the healthiness of these meals. You know, I guess when you start adding on a bunch of stuff, the calorie counts can go really high. So there was a couple of uh, issues with that. And then uh, uh, beyond that, obviously, the other side of things, right? How much are these celebrities and influencers making off these deals? Data on that is very short. Nobody really wanted to speak up on that one. That's right. Um, we couldn't get much of a comment from anyone on how much the celebrities were making um, through conversations. We did gather that it was they were probably being paid a, a flat rate rather than like a percentage of sales or something like that, because that varies across you know different chains and everything. Um, but yes, in terms of calories, parents are definitely concerned and uh, advocates of children are definitely concerned. Like, Burger King's little Huddy meal has over 2,400 calories and almost 100 grams of fat. And a medium order of Charlie D'Amelio's drink at Dunkin' has 50 grams of sugar. Um, and the way they're marketed to kids is, is kind of very subtle. You know, these are not like traditional TV ads where there's a break from the content that the kids are watching and then there's an advertisement. These are embedded into the content of these celebrities themselves right. through their own social media pages, which makes it extra hard for children to discern exactly what what it is. Yeah, the restaurants for their part just say, well, you know, this is meant more as a special treat than anything else. So that's kind of how they get away with it. But as I mentioned, you know, it's working for the fast food chains. It's working for the celebrities. So you'll probably see a lot more of these Anna Kambampati, Styles reporter at the New York Times. Thank you very much for joining us. Thanks for having me. As people have been transitioning from in the office work to at home, I think a lot of managers are paranoid that people aren't doing the work that they're supposed to be doing at home. So they have started tracking people and surveilling them in their homes with these keyword trackers and the mouse mover. Joining us now is Samantha Cole, senior staff writer at Vice. Thanks for joining us, Samantha. Thank you so much. You wrote a funny article about how people are uh, finding workarounds to uh, some of the more annoying things of working at home. A lot of people are uh, still doing remote work. And in some mm -hmm. cases, you know, your employers might be monitoring what you're doing, your activity, obviously, either through uh, things that monitor your keyboard. A lot of times it's things that are monitoring your mouse. And uh, what people are using are these things called mouse movers or mouse jigglers. Tell us a little more about it. I mean, like you said, it's, um, it's definitely something that's been booming lately, for sure, as people have been transitioning from in the office work to at home. I think a lot of managers are paranoid that people aren't doing the work that they're supposed to be doing at home. So they have started tracking people and surveilling them in their homes with these keyword trackers and the mouse mover like systems that can tell when you're away. I talked to one woman who said that she has kids at home who are doing obviously like remote remote learning. Um, and sometimes they need help with Zoom or she needs to step away for a second and like attend to them or even get up and get a drink of water or something that simple. Um, and she can't do it without her little bubble on her Slack or her Microsoft Teams or whatever it is kind of turning to idle or away. And then, you know, the boss comes and says, hey, why are you away? <laughs> so it makes it a really tricky situation for people when they can't, you know, constantly be moving that mouse to look productive. They turn to these little gadgets that do it for them. Part of it is, uh, I, I guess they call it bossware too, right? The things that are tracking mm -hmm. you, uh, the spyware that your boss can be using. But 
you know, in some of these cases, I guess if there's inactivity for a few seconds, it could change your status. Why does the scrutiny need to be so intense for people that are at home? I mean, that's so confusing to me. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely it's a problem for folks. It's like you said, you know, it's not uncommon to get up from your desk in an office. Um, I think it's definitely this kind of this push toward constantly being, you know, quote unquote, productive and whatever that means. And obviously, when you're just scrolling around the Internet, that doesn't really mean that you're being productive. But that's what these companies kind of translate that into. They can see it on like a and see the data where, you know, oh, they moved their mouse as many times in the last five minutes, so they must be working. Right. Um, which, you know, probably, like, isn't the case a lot of the times. You could be sitting and looking at your screen and reading something intently, you know, reading a report or something, and that's not moving your mouse, but uh, they want you to constantly kind of be active. So enter these mouse movers, mouse jigglers, they call them sometimes. How do these little things work to kind of achieve yeah. the same effect? Yeah, it's, some of them are really simple. Some of them are just like a little motorized thing that you stick, you put your mouse on, like an optical mouse. Or I guess some of them could work with like the old like wall style mouses, but um, you put it on there and it kind of moves around and tricks it into thinking that that's movement on the desk. Um, and those aren't connected to even your computer. So you know, the software that your boss is using can't tell that there's a new device connected, which is a problem sometimes. Um, if you know, your manager isn't using the tracking stuff that can tell when you're, we've inserted a new device or new peripheral. Um, you can use ones that are just like a USB stick and you plug that in and it thinks it's a mouse. Uh, it's got software on it that mimics the movement of the mouse. And like you said, the ones that are like YouTube videos, um, I actually tried one of those and it didn't work for me, but apparently it works for some people because there are comments saying that they do. <laughs> Yeah, I guess but, uh, it's just like a little like lines on a YouTube video that you put on your phone and then you put your mouse on that and it kind of reads that as movement. How much do these things cost? And there's sales data to support it. I mean, Amazon, you know, sales data and all that stuff. Uh, we, you can see the increase of people buying these. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's they're usually between like $20, $30. They're pretty cheap, depending on the kind that you get. Um, I've seen some that are cheap as like, 10 to $12 if you're just using like the really rudimentary ones. Um, and that's just on Amazon. There's freeware that you can find online that you can, if you can install things on your work computer, which a lot of people can't, um, then you can get it for free. Um, but the Amazon ones, yeah, they're pretty cheap and they have thousands of reviews. Um, so they're really popular. There's a lot of people in the comments of each of these that say, I'm using this to keep my screen active. I'm using it because... I just started working from home and I need to step away. Like very, <laughs> right. you know, basic needs stuff. All in the testimonies of the reviews on Amazon. And the and the spokesperson that you spoke to from Tech Eight USA says these uh, people use them in a variety of industries: teachers, lawyers, accountants, students, mm -hmm. even. So, uh, uh, just a funny thing, right? <laughs> you know, as there's yeah. scrutiny at uh, uh, on people at home. And that was always one of the big worries. If people are at home, they're going to be unproductive. But these things are are kicking it to another level. I guess it's pretty funny. Samantha yeah, Cole. Yeah, definitely. Samantha Cole, senior staff writer at Vice. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. That's it for today. Join us on social media at Daily Dive Pod on both Twitter and Instagram. Leave us a comment, give us a rating, and tell us the stories that you're interested in. Follow us on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you get your podcast. This episode of The Daily Dive was produced by Victor Wright and engineered by Tony Sorrentino. 
I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this was your Daily Dive.